We are very delighted to have Mr. Philip Harden with us here today. And uh, Philip is one of our children's evangelists, and we're really looking forward to his ministry. Then Philip will come and speak to the boys and girls and to adults as well. Well, it's really good to be here this morning. And boy, didn't the boys and girls, young people, didn't you do well? And I was over, had the privilege of being over with Uncle Noel. Who knows Uncle Noel in the Philippines? Anybody know him? Yes, a couple of people, okay. And Uncle Noel in his service, he gets everybody to get up and to walk around and welcome someone. But we'll not do that this morning. But well, what we can do, we can give the young people and the children a good round of applause for what they've done this morning. So give them a round of applause. Well done, well done. And you keep going, young people. And that was great, what you were learning this morning. And if you're free, come you down to that tour on um, an exhibition on Saturday morning. And you will really, really enjoy it. And we'll have a good time. And you might even see people dressed up. You wouldn't know what all you'll see down there. So you'll have a really good time and a really good uh, morning. And you'll even get a cup of tea as well or a cup of coffee. Well, I was just thinking about the service um, today, and I was just thinking this morning as well, listen to the news, you know, there's a lot of things out there that would, that would, you know, put our hearts in fear. I think of what's happened in London and different places across the world, and you know, it would fill our hearts with fear if we let it. But you know what, there's a little verse, and I just want to encourage God's children this morning, God's people, and it simply says in John 14, and the verse 1, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. That's a word for us all this morning. We see chaos all around us and we hear of different of tragedies that are happening all around us. But yet for the believer, the child of God, the Lord says to us this morning, let not your heart be troubled. And you know, as I thought about what we're going to be speaking on now and um, this, this morning, I thought about this other little verse on down and Chapter 14 of the book of John and verse 6. And if you want to look it up, if you have a Bible, you can. And it's John 14 and verse 6. And it simply says, Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And the Lord Jesus said, I am the way. And he talks about going to prepare a place. And that reminds me of a journey, a journey that each one is on. We're on the journey of our lives. I want us to think about a journey this morning that talks a little bit about this journey. And I trust it will be a blessing to you this morning. So what we're going to do, we're going to think about one man and his name was John Bunyan. He was a man that was imprisoned. Why was he imprisoned, you might ask? What did he do wrong? Well, John was a Christian. And way back, almost 400 years ago in England, he dared to tell others about Jesus. And he would go down to the marketplace and he would tell boys and girls and young people and older people, he would tell them about the Lord Jesus and their need of a saviour. But you know, he was thrown into the prison and in that prison he had a dream. Boys and girls, do you ever dream? Anyone ever have a dream? Do you have a dream? Do you dream sometimes, do you? Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one that dreams. <laughs> my wife gives me a big dig if I make funny noises or something. I start shouting in my sleep. But, you know, this man, John, he had a dream. And what did he dream about? Well, there's a wee picture coming up on screen. And you watch this wee picture here. And you'll see there's John Bunyan. And in his hands, he has some pots and pans. You see, he worked at mending pots and pans. He was what we call a tinker. And he would have, 
he would have repaired these pots and pans, made a living from it, and there that night in prison, he fell fast asleep and he began to dream. What did he dream about? Well, we're going to find out. I'm going to need a few people to help me this morning. So who's going to help me? Is there anybody going to help me? Are you going to help me? What's your name? Dylan. Who? Dylan. Dylan. Good man, Dylan. That's good. You can help me in a wee minute, Dylan. Okay, that's great. Brilliant. You might even get a prize. Do you like prizes? Oh, I will like a prize. <laughs> okay. Well, here, let's just, let's just pray and ask the Lord to help us. Lord Jesus, we just pray. Thank you for being in this meeting. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this house. And we pray that, Lord, by the power of thy Holy Spirit, that, Lord, you will come down and speak to us, Lord, and use us this morning. And save precious souls and encourage your children in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Right. So this journey, this journey has been written down hundreds of times. In fact, it was called the Pilgrim's Progress. It's never been out of print, and it's still in print today, and it's been translated into countless languages across the world. And I'm going to call it a dangerous journey. So boys and girls, think about this, this dangerous journey that we're thinking about this morning, okay? So he starts off, and this next picture coming up here, you will see, here he is. He's called Pilgrim, or we call him, he was called Christian in the book. Okay, so here's Pilgrim, and he's given a book, and as he begins to read the book, he's discovering something. Whoa! And it, <laughs> it doesn't really please him. Because he reads a book and he discovers the book that he reads that he is a sinner before God. A sinner? Oh, that's not good. So he begins to think about this and as he reads on, he discovers that all have sinned. And he has realises that he is a problem. He wants to get rid of this burden of sin that's weighing him down. And he walks through the field that day as he reads a book. And he says something. And in fact, he shouts out. There's no one else there. But he shouts out, what will I do? What will I do? What am I going to do? Oh, maybe there's someone in here today. And maybe as you read the Bible for yourself, or you hear the Bible being taught, you realize that in the Bible that we're told many times that all have sinned and that you're a sinner this morning. Well, there's a word for you this morning and I want you to think about this man Pilgrim and the answer that he finds on his journey. Now boys and girls it's a dangerous journey as was said. Eventually in this next picture you'll see that he comes home. He's been thinking about this day after day in between since he's read about it. About this burden of sin and he comes home and he tells his wife We're, I've got a real problem. I've got a problem. And she sits down and she listens to him. And what's the problem? And he tells about that I am a sinner and that I have sinned and that I need to do something about it. In fact, you know what he does and as, as he thinks about all of this, he says to his wife, you know what we need to do and his family? We need to get out of this city because this city we live in is called the city of destruction and we need to get out of it. And his family think, oh, he's losing his mind. What's he talking about all of these things about the city of destruction? Yes, I know it's a city of destruction, but why do we need to leave it? Well, oh, they couldn't handle him anymore. And in fact, they got to the stage every day. He would tell them about this and he was thinking about it. And eventually they just began to laugh at him. And they just had a laugh at Pilgrim. And they thought, 
Ah, oh, he's lost the plot. What on earth is going on? But you know, Christian or Pilgrim, he's so sad for his family because they won't listen to him. They won't listen to what he has to say. Maybe there's someone here, maybe maybe your family, or maybe your friends, or a young person, maybe your friends don't understand you, don't understand you as being a Christian, perhaps. And it's hard and it's difficult. But you know, there's someone that does understand you, and it's the Lord Jesus. He understands you. He understands all of us as we go through different difficulties and we go through different times in our lives where we have struggles and problems and difficulties. We all face them, but thank God that he understands. And for those that are his children, where he's just a prayer away. Well, next slide you see here. Christian meets someone. He's out in the field again. And in, this, in the dream that, that John Bunyan had, Christian or pilgrim, he met another man. What was the man's name? Anybody know? Boys, shout up. Girls, anyone? What's his name? It says it up on the screen. In fact, you come on up. Come on, you up. You help me quickly. I have something here I need you to do. All right? Okay. Okay. You're the man called evangelist, right? This is your walking stick. Okay. Is that all right? Is it right? Hey? You need to cut a wee bit off it, maybe. All right. So you're going to walk along. Let's see you walking along with your walking stick. Can you, can you move it? Let's see, it goes like that, goes like that, goes like that, goes like that, comes along here, okay, good, that's good, you stand there a wee minute, okay, and, well, Evangelist is going to say something, he's going to say something to the to Pilgrim, and he's going to say something, and he says this, so he says, the way to escape is to go to the narrow gate, knock on it, and you will be told what to do next. Whoa. So, evangelist, he has told him that. He walks off. So let's see you walking off. Can you walk off there, can you? Can you keep walking? Right, watch. Keep going. Watch you fall down the stairs. <laughs> now, do you like a prize? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Seriously? Do you like a sweet? Oh, Belfast children like sweets too. There you go. You have one. Do you want one too? <laughs> He's being all polite. <laughs> right, okay. So, you go downstairs. Okay, watch yourself there. And evangelist, he heads off. And then we have Pilgrim. And Pilgrim's gone on his journey. And what does he do eventually? Will he listen to what's been told? The way to escape is to go to the narrow gate. Ooh, he thinks about it. Will I go there or will I not? And so he decides, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take evangelist's advice. And I'm going to do that. And so he begins to walk. And the journey begins. Because he is going to leave his city. He's going to leave the city of destruction. And hour after hour, he begins his journey, boys and girls, and he's walking and walking and walking and walking through the fields and on and on and on he walks until at last he's so tired he can hardly see where he's going, but he's walking anyhow, searching for... What's he looking for? He's looking for the narrow... What is it? Way or gate. He's looking for this gate... And he's searching and on he goes. And eventually, oh, oh, what happened? <laughs> he, he falls down a hole in the marsh, in the field, as we would call it, the bog. He falls down and he's going down and down and down in the mud. Is that any, anybody ever get stuck in the mud? No, no, it's only me this has happened to you. It happened to you. Yes, and he's going down. And down, and down, and oh! And he shouts, help! And guess what happens next? Someone at a distance hears this, help! 
help. And he comes running. And this man comes running over to help. Anybody want to guess what the man's name is? You know what his name is? Well, I tell you. Well, the man's name is Help. <laughs> there you go. He heard his name. But his name was Help. And Help comes over and he pulls him up out of the mud. And eventually, Pilgrim's out of the mud. He's all covered in mud. Oh, look at the state of him. You would never get covered in mud, boys and girls, would you? <coughs> boys, you sure you wouldn't? No, not half. And, and he's covered in mud. And as he, as he looks at himself, he thinks it reminds him of something. It reminds him of himself. That he, his, he has this burden on him. He is a sinner. It reminds him of the, 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 the darkness of his sin in his life. And it reminds him that God must punish that sin according to the book that he has read. He has done wrong, but he was born a sinner and he is full of fear. You see, he's got something on his back. What is it? What's this he's got on his back, I wonder? Well, in the story, Bunyan calls this, John Bunyan calls this, in the story, his burden. And he's got it on his back and it's weighing him down. And he carries it on this journey day after day after day. Eventually, he comes to another gate. There he is. He's been pulled out of the bog. And the next picture shows us he comes to the narrow gate. And as he comes to the gate, what's he going to do? He's going to knock it. You see, the handle's not on the outside. The handle's on the inside. He can't open it. And he needs someone else to do that. Someone else. That reminds us of the Lord Jesus, boys and girls. It reminds us that we can't get to heaven ourselves of our own good works. But we need a saviour. But he comes to the door. He knocks the door. And as he knocks the door, the door starts to open slowly. But as the door opens, thump! Thump, thump. You know what the noise is? There are arrows being fired at him and they thump into the door and he gets ducks down, he gets in through the door, the door closes and he's in through the narrow door or the narrow gate. There he is, he's inside the door but he realises as he's inside that door who was firing the arrows? Well, he has an enemy. There's an enemy that is out to destroy his life we will meet that enemy in a little second. But this man pulls him in through the door. And there, as he's in through the door, this man here called Goodwill. That's his name, Goodwill. He tells him where he needs to head to next. He needs to head to the celestial city. <laughs> oh, somewhere else to go to. What's, what's he going to do? Will, will, will he go there or will he not? He's getting tired. But anyhow... He still has his burden on his back and he heads off on this narrow path. You see, boys and girls, men and women this morning, in the Bible, we are told about not just one path, we're told about two paths. Two. You see, one path is a narrow way and that narrow way leads eventually to heaven. And we hear of another path, the broad road, where there's many more people on and that leads, sadly, to a lost eternity in the place called hell. <clears throat> now, I wonder, as he's on the narrow way, as he's heading along this path, it leads him to a hill. 
And what's this, boys and girls? Because look, up in front of him, he sees a... What is it? Cross. Say it again, say it again. A cross. He sees the cross. And as he sees the cross, boys and girls, here's what happens. He comes up to the hill. He sees the cross. And as he comes to the cross, the burden rolls away. Maybe in your Sunday school, you, you, you sing a wee song. You ever heard a wee song, Rolled Away? Anybody? Do, do, you, know, do you know it? Do you? What way does it go? You're going to sing it? No chance. You go, <laughs> rolled away, rolled away, and the burden of my heart rolled away. And that's what happened. That's what happened. But let me tell you this. We can learn something from this little, this little picture that John Bunyan is telling us about. Because when he got to the cross, the burden rolled away. What do we need to do? How do we have our sins forgiven? Well, by repenting of our sin. Boys and girls, it means saying sorry for all of the wrong that we have done, really realizing that we are a sinner according to God's word, and we trust the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. He was the one who died on the cross and who rose again on the third day, and he defeated death, and he is alive forevermore. And you know, he took the punishment for our sin, the punishment that we deserved. I wonder, have you trusted him? Have you ever, ever trusted the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, boys and girls, I was, I was down in Newry at, uh, over last week and I was talking to some boys and girls there and I was telling them at 20 years of age that I asked the Lord Jesus to forgive my sin. And you know, the Lord Jesus done that and he will do it for you. When you sincerely ask him, he will forgive your sin and he will give you what Pilgrim had. You know, it tells us in the story, boys and girls, that Pilgrim, when the burden rolled away, he jumped up and he was so excited and he was full of the joy of the Lord. Yes, because his burden had rolled away. The Lord Jesus had forgiven his sin. But you know, boys and girls, he goes on on the journey a little further and now he's a spring in a step and he is, whoa, he is thanking God for what he's done. And along the way, on the journey, as he goes, he's heading to the celestial city. But on the way, the journey is still dangerous. Because along the way, he comes around a corner. And there, around a corner, rah! who does he meet? He meets in the story a dragon. And he's going to attack him. In fact, he does attack him. And But Christian has got something. He has got a... What's that? He's got a sword. He's got a sword. And the dragon attacks him. Oh, it wounds him. And he's down. Oh, will he survive? What do you think? Well, the story's not over. Because he has the sword that reminds us. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And he has the sword and he, he, he fights back. He doesn't lie down and give up. And go, oh no, I can't do this. Oh. He keeps going and he fights back. And the old dragon, which represents in the story the devil himself, he drives him back by the word of God and the power of the spirit. Boys and girls, listen. You can see what happened. The old dragon had to go, had to flee. It had to run. And you know what? 
That reminds us when we trust the Lord Jesus Christ, when we are saved, the enemy of God, the devil, will want to stop us. He'll want to discourage us. He'll want to fill us with fear. But God is almighty and he will protect us and he will guide us. Maybe you're just recently become a Christian in here. Maybe someone just recently got saved. And you know, you thought it would be easier, but it's been difficult and the journey's been tough. But you know, the Lord Jesus, he makes a wonderful promise. And he promises, I will never leave thee and I will never forsake you. In fact, he would want, we can read in the Bible that we're told to be of good courage. And so for the next part of the journey, this man, pilgrim, he would need courage. Moving quickly on, he goes to somewhere else. He comes into a town this time. And in the town it's called, wait for it, it's called Vanity Fair. Okay, it's Vanity Fair. That's what it's called. And this is where it's someone where everyone just does what they want to do. They just want to do their thing. They're not worried about anyone else. And for them, well, they just think, ah, well, it's party time. And, though, what's this? And they're just drinking it up. And they think, oh, we'll get all that. Just, 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 just take it. It'll do you no harm. And they come up, the Christian, or the pilgrim, come on, let's, let's drink it up. Come on, let's party time. Let's do all of this. Don't worry what will happen next. Just live for today. But you know, Pilgrim's very wise. He's very wise. And he doesn't do what they do. He, he, he wants to, to please someone else because he's on a way to the celestial city. And he is helped and his friend. Boys and girls, what happens next? He gets put into prison. But you know what? The people there make fun of him. They laugh at him and all of that. But you know what? Listen, they even try to hurt him. But this is what people, it reminds me what people done with the Lord Jesus. But did the Lord Jesus give up? No, he went the whole way to Calvary and he went to the cross and there he died on the cross for you and me. Boys and girls, Pilgrim has been walking this narrow way. Eventually he gets out of prison. He's on the way again. And in a nearby meadow he sees a shortcut. And he sees in that shortcut in this next picture. It looks as if it's a quicker way to get to the celestial city. Him and his friend, they see that path across the meadow. They've been walking on stones. Anybody ever walk on stones? You know the big sharp stones and you're walking on it. It begins to hurt your feet, doesn't it? And you get tired and it's difficult. But he thinks to himself, perhaps this will be easier, the nice meadow. And he gets over and into the fence, into the meadow, and it's called Bypass Meadow. And there he is. But he falls fast asleep after some time on the journey. And as he's sleeping, there's a boy finds him. And he's a nasty piece of work. <laughs> so he is. Because he finds him, and he's called Giant Despair. And he's, and it's, Owned by Path Meadows, owned by Giant Despair. Giant Despair sees someone in his land and he's, Right ye! <laughs> oh, he's in trouble now. He wakes up. Oh, who's this boy? And there's Giant Despair standing there. You flick the next one. Well, just before that, you'll see that he is sleeping. He's taken to a castle and in that castle he's put in the dungeons and there he is and he's feeling sorry for himself. But you know, he discovers something. He discovers something. Giant despair one day has left him and he finds these. What are these? Keys. Keys. What are they? Keys. 
keys. He finds the keys and he gets the key. And when John the Spurs sleeping now, he 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 gets the door and and uh, opens the door and he escapes and he's away. You see, he's found the key, the key, boys and girls. And he learns a little lesson from his experience. You know what it is? Never, never to go his own way again. But to stay on the narrow way. It's easy for us to drift off, boys and girls, men and women. Maybe you're a Christian here, or maybe you were a Christian at some stage in your life. You're still a Christian, but you've wandered. You've wandered away into bypath meadow. Maybe that scene describes you. You know the Lord Jesus, he, he, he calls you back to himself this morning. There's a little verse that tells us this. Come, now let us reason together, saith the Lord. Lo, your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as snow. And just like a prodigal son, he's waiting to bring you back. He's waiting to bring you back to himself. And so there's a challenge perhaps for someone this morning. You know, the narrow path brings Christian to the edge of this river. Our story's almost over, boys and girls. It's almost over. At the edge of that river, he can't get over it. He's going to have to go into it. Anybody, anybody ever went down to the beach? Have you been at the beach? Yes. Yeah, he's been at the beach. I'm glad you're here this morning at the beach. <laughs> he went to the beach and you go down to the beach and you put your toe in the water and you maybe go out a wee bit deeper. Or if it's a river, I remember going to Poland uh, and the river and boys and girls would come down from the village and they would all swim in the river and they would get into the river a little bit deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and then all of a sudden the water was up to here. You had to be, you had to be careful. You had, they had to start swimming. And you see in the story, boys and girls, in that river, that river, Pilgrim begins to swim across with Hopeful, but he begins to sink. He begins to sink. But he is taken safely to the other side. There's an angel comes and brings him safely to the other shore. And you know, boys and girls, you know what this river in his story was called? It was called the River of Death. And you know, only those who are trusting in Jesus will make it across to that other side. And you know, that's our prayer this morning as we finish off, men and women, boys and girls, that you will make it to that celestial shore. In other words, to heaven, to heaven and home. And there Christian gets there and he's given white robes and he sees the king in all his beauty. They have arrived in the celestial city of heaven. Christian, how did he get there? Well, boys and girls, we're finished. But he got there by the way of the cross. And it was the cross that brought him, led him home by his faith alone and Christ alone that brought him to the celestial city. The Lord Jesus says, as we started at the very start, the Lord Jesus said in John 14 and verse 6, I am the, what is it? The way. I am the way. I am the truth and I am the life. I wonder if there's someone here and you know the way and you know what you need to do but you have never done it. Why don't you trust the Lord Jesus today for your saviour? Ask him to forgive your sin and you know he will come in and he will give you that joy and that peace when all the world around us is, 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 is living in fear. Thank God that we know he's coming back someday to take us to be with himself. That's a challenge. But what a journey. 
What a journey it was. And we thank God that there is a hope. There is hope. And that hope is found in the Lord Jesus Christ today. Thank you for listening. We do thank Philip very much for this tremendous story, uh, Pilgrim's Progress. We really do a whole series of messages in that. Five nights would not be tremendous. Maybe we'll think about that sometime in the future.